Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. As long as they don't scream out, we should be good. There's just a lot of death under our feet. Honestly, I've never been to a Seder wedding, let alone a Seder wedding to a disembodied voice that lives underground. I got far too silly. Let's find Red Love. He's next. What other evils might have seeped into the party? This is awesome. Have you guys been to the Forgotten Realms? It's so cool. So Doran tinks his glass. Oh no. As a toast? Oh boy, <laughs> toast, right. toast oh, no. form. This is no so, good. It's going to be fucked this up. This might have been a bad idea. <laughs> Welcome back to Dice Shame, episode 64, Toasted. MVP this week is James Schwartz. James is someone who's become really close to us over the past year, 
Not only is he a fan of Daishame and contributes the voice of Steve and the Goat this episode, he's also joined the Invictus stream as a guest cast member. James is GM of the Dimension Door podcast, and he's just a really great person. So this MVP is for you, buddy. MVP. We love you, buddy. Well, 2020 is just about over. It's been a whirlwind of a year, some terrible things, some really exciting things. We've been so lucky to have all of you along with us, some from the very beginning. We just want to say a heartfelt thank you and to wish you the very best for 2021. Let's not pretend it will solve all of our problems, but I do think we should use 2021 to learn from the mistakes of this year. Stay safe, wear a mask, practice empathy, and enjoy your time. Life is short. All right, what do you say? Shall we attend a wedding? Hell yeah! Let's do it! It's the big day, guys. Oh, it's yes. it's ding, Green ding, Whistle's ding, wedding day. Oh my. You guys had kind of a rough night last night. <laughs> yeah. um, there was some imbibing. There was some polymorphing. Yes. <laughs> there was some skeet shooting. I mean, you haven't had a nice sleep until you've slept in a badger den in the roots of a shadow top tree. Let me tell you. Like, <laughs> and but yeah. the thing is. Unpolymorphed thing is, underground. I was going to say. The thing is, the Jack fucking turns back into a human being <laughs> and has to like scoot out backwards. Like. Oh, come on. He he molds earth and he's got no problem. He's of course he does. And I'm going to say Doran, as a turtle, climbed into the pond and has now woken oh. up in the reeds. Oh, no. Is Doran waking up sleeping on his back, You're floating like, across the little dwarven hands are wrinkly from how sopping <laughs> yeah. wet you are. Wow. Um, the fey wine has no ill effects. That fey wine. There's the, oh. I think it's you're mistaking the effects of the many, many, many yeah. tankards of mead that yeah. you drank. <laughs> yes. I can't believe that I drank that fey wine. I got far too silly. <laughs> I don't ever get that silly. Uh, I don't think it was the fey wine because Red's doing just fine. Oh. Hey, buddies, good morning. I think it might have been the mead. And uh, I feel fine. The ale. I'm more embarrassed, Crayloth. And Oh, I see. Gotcha. I woke up in the reeds. Look at the look at my puddle body puddle shape. Look at my puddle. <laughs> look body. at my puddle body. Huh? <laughs> Your butt's blushing, Doran. <laughs> well, I made some coffee. It's a wedding day. 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 <sighs> Red's just like jumping around <laughs> singing. Red, you're excited. <laughs> oh, so excited. I've never been to a wedding. Oh no! Aww. And like I'm badgering Jack. I picture Jack's like You're packing up his. <laughs> he's like packing up something, <laughs> and I'm like, and then at weddings, do you also get to sing? And also, are the songs good? And also, do the songs go on really long? Also, do they sound like this? It's a wedding. It's a wedding. Also, do they? And you're just like, uh huh, yeah, uh huh. <laughs> Honestly, I've never been to a Seder wedding, let alone a Seder wedding to a disembodied voice that lives underground. So I don't know what's <laughs> standard. <laughs> cool. Everything we're seeing here is setting the standard for every future satyr disembodied voice from the Underdark Wedding. <laughs> That's clever. Well, B and I did a little tabaxi thing for them because we don't get married in Mazdakin culture, but we do have ceremonies where they call them birthing. You know, it's not worth getting into. But we did make a little something. I wonder if we should give it to him now or at the wedding. What do you think? Will he need to see it? Yes. Maybe in the sunlight. Right. Okay. Um... Why don't you get the others and I'll get Green Whistle? It's a bit of a thing. Uh, I'd like to present it to him properly. Sure. Thanks, bud. Maybe right before we all go underground. Right at the... Good thinking. At the tunnel there. I'll meet them there. Yeah. B! And Red walks off to find B. 
Green Whistle is wearing a little brown waistcoat that he you hadn't seen him in since you'd met him. He's always just kind of like in the buff, <laughs> you know, satyr, being a satyr. <laughs> Looking sharp, Green Whistle. Oh, thank you. This is a very special day. He's yeah. decked out in fall flowers, and indeed, fairies and pixies are making the rounds, um, distributing marigolds and violets and wreaths of autumn flowers, mosses, leaves, berries. Oh, thank you. Everyone is getting a little bit uh, autumnal and festive. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm imagining just like our horses the other day with the with the fairies. Yeah, oh, green yeah. whistle must exactly. have got like the the royal treatment. He certainly has, yeah, his curly hair, even down into his, like, chest hair that's poking up out of the top of his waistcoat is, like, twined with uh, little berries and little tiny flowers. Just a little snack if he gets hungry yeah. during the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> Reaches no, down, just, just kind of nibbles. <laughs> and uh, with that, everyone troops down to the mouth of the cave system. <laughs> And you see Red and B carrying something. It's pretty large, and it's sort of draped in one of Kraloth's blankets. <laughs> it's like a it's like a corpse blanket. It's like a <laughs> oh no, that's what it's used for. But it's clean. We walk over near the entrance and and towards Green Whistle, and uh, Red's like ah, Green Whistle, Green Whistle. Uh, B and I aren't from here. We've never been to a wedding, but where we come from, there's something called a, a, a talk mead, and it's something that when you are going to decide about your quest in life, it's something that the elders use to sort of say that they're watching over you to let you know that your path is accepted, that they want you to do it. Uh, so B and I thought we'd put our heads together and bring a little Mazdakin culture to you. And he reveals this sort of arch. It's almost like it's almost like a, it's like a wedding arch, like a hoopa, and it's all ornately carved. B having taken the lessons from Red in guild artisanry of of being a Fletcher, obviously Red for all of his zany unintelligentness is a very skilled artisan when it comes to carving and crafting. And you see this intricately carved archway. It's got all these like berries and little leaves. And then at the top, five images, one of Doran, one of Kraloth, uh-huh. one of Jack, one of Red, and one of B, all like carved, like looking down as if they're looking down on those who stand beneath it in like uh-huh. an accepting way. Almost <laughs> like they're like, but it's like really comical. Benevolent, mm. but yeah, for sure. Silly. And like Red's in the middle; he's like standing there, like the biggest figure. <laughs> and B's like, like that, like that poster in in Ghostbusters, like the end of Ghostbusters. They're, yes, yeah. they're all like looking down, like it's like real sweet, but also like, oh man, what the heck? And Red's like, anyway, we wanted you to have this, and if you wanted to, you could use it in your ceremony in some way. It's just a little gift from the other side of the pond. Green Whistle looks up at you with eyes that are filling with tears, and he's like, Red, you have no idea. Wow. Not only did you come here into this glade and, and help me reunite with the person that I will marry today, but you give me something so elegant and meaningful and he grabs you around the waist and squeezes you in a big hug oh well thank you it's it's from all of us of course everyone added a little bit of their own characteristics and you see like doran's like carving is like gorgeous he's like got flowing hair and like (laughs) (laughs) 
He looks like, kind of godlike. Yeah, like, and uh, like same with Kraloth. He looks like godlike. Like oh it's boy. real Renaissance esque with the oh. with the chests like pushed out. Yes, Ruben esque. Yeah. I love it. And Jack is there. <laughs> there. <laughs> And Jack looks exactly like Jack does. Yeah. <laughs> but don't worry, Jack's unashamedly also got his notebook out trying to make sure he's written every detail down about masticant ceremonies. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, and I and I nudge Jack even. I'm like, I notice I didn't change you because you're perfect the way you are, friend. Mm-hmm. Red, this was really, really thoughtful. Wow. Wow. And Doran kind of comes up and says, uh, I'm really impressed. And Doran offers a handshake to you and B. Oh. Very interesting. Very interesting. Don't, you've never shaken my hand. Cool. The satyrs take up position at the head of this procession, and they begin leading the groom, playing their instruments, and dancing. It's parade-like, but not in like a jokey way. Like New it's, Orleans. It's joyful, yeah. Absolutely. And everyone's like encouraged to join in. Oren gets right into it. He's actually been practicing these songs with them last night, so he's adding the sounds of his mandolin to this procession. And as you enter this echo cave, the thing that drew Green Whistle to his love to begin with, the sounds just reverberate and bounce off of the ceiling of this cavern filled with stalactites. It the sound is just Amazing, resonant. Imagine we find out he's just been hearing his echo the entire time. Oh he's no! Just he's fallen in love with himself. Suffering from a really spectacular I mean, mental breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious what the entrance of this cave now looks like. That we've moved a lot of the boulders. Kraloth spent a lot of extra time sweeping it and making it ah. all clean and pristine. And but like not like nice or pretty. There's nothing ornate or beautiful about it, but it's clean. It's it's impeccably it's tidy. Dustless. You don't have yeah. dancing lights either of you, do you? I've got regular light. No, but I, I am imagining Jack has has this minor illusion he's bringing with him that that is just the like sounds of the forest so that even underground the like wind through the trees and little bird calls nice. and things are coming with touch. the procession. Cool. So cute. That is nice. So the procession enters this this cave system. Roll for initiative. Yeah, roll for <laughs> surprise attack. Everyone enters this cave system and the ambient light from the forest outside streams in through this initial echoey cave. And as you pass through into the cave with the stalactites, mm. there's like a, still a glow of daylight just on your backs, revealing the scene in front of you. Amongst the stalagmites, Six figures stand motionless, watching, waiting for your approach. Mm. There are a variety of heights, between four and seven feet tall, and by the look of the structure of their bodies, top-heavy and pockmarked, they seem to be mushroom people. Some of them sport wide-brimmed caps fringed with gills. Others are bulbous or sprouting an extra limb here or there with tiers of colorful growths and sporulating vents. The largest of these, a luminous pink creature, so exuding its own light, with a tall crown of phosphorescent protuberances, raises an arm ending in three claw-like fingers and waits. Amid all of this, a five-foot-tall pale orange creature. Its form is bipedal, and with two slender arms, its flesh striated and textured. An oval... Darker orange cap sits on its head, ringed with a frill of dark brown gills. 
This mushroom creature is cloaked in a cloudy gossamer veil of some kind of mysterious organic lace, and its deep black eyes sit on a cloud of spots and freckles. It shivers, and a cloud of golden spores drifts down out of its gills, expanding to engulf all of you. You hear a voice in your head, lovely as a bell. Peace, and be welcome to the grove. My name is Morella. Who among you is Green Whistle? And then Green Whistle goes to her on unsteady hooves. He sort of toddles across the cavern floor. He's flushed, this blue soft light shining around them. My love. And then they embrace each other. Jack's crying a little bit. Yeah. I picture us almost like groomsmen, you know, kind of going in and standing Next, we kind of each pick a mushroom person and sort of stand <laughs> next to them. Aww. And then, like, Dorian gives, like, a nod to this mushroom person. And I lean over to mine and I say, we eat you in omelets. <laughs> <laughs> you seem like a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> I knew oh, I could count on you, Alex. <laughs> Woo! Wow. <laughs> It's Dorin. I bet they've never heard that one. Yeah, I got it. The dryad who's been kind of nervously following (laughs) the procession, you know, with the absence of trees, not being able to kind of hide in and amongst the brush. Now that's form fully revealed, this like juniper looking type creature Mm. sort of rolls forward and presents a wedding present to the couple, a pair of delicate looking wooden crowns. And Morella, this myconid creature, and Green Whistle the Satyr both put them on their heads. Mm. I think Doran lets out a little clap and I, people, people like clap. And then oh, the yeah. Satyrs like look around at you and everyone starts clapping. And Do we like, clap? We're clapping, right? Yeah, I guess so. The mushroom, the myconid, I'll just kind of like shudder and like bobble up and down a little mm-hmm. bit in excitement. Mm-hmm. And you all travel with the myconid's uh, suggestion. They sort of start moving towards this exit from the stalactite cavern to the north, a place you had not yet traveled. Yes. Into the grove. The grove. Talking about the China Grove. Oh, whoa. Red's walking beside his mushroom. And he's like trying to wrap arms around it, but he can't quite. It get, just keeps like, the arm. like so. He just like kind of <laughs> puts his arm on its head, like kind of leaning on it, but not. Leaning yeah, it's on like it. a shorter mushroom. Yeah. yeah, I like your spores. Isn't that like telling someone you like their sperm? Awesome. Is that like? Sure. <laughs> is that I mean, their... I like your sperm. <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if it glowed and sparkled <laughs> and drifted spores. in the air around you, that might be an appropriate thing to say. I, I like your spores. Yeah. Are you sporing on me right now? I mean, I like your flowers, a very appropriate thing to say to flowers. Right. <laughs> yes, true. true. Yeah, we didn't like say, I like your pollen. Hey, I like your pollen. <laughs> I really like your pistula. Hey, nice stamen. <laughs> I'm a fan of your pistula. Nice organs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the vastness of this cavern would be difficult to assess were it not for phosphorescence. Luminous blue stalks of fungi growing in tall clusters punctuate the cave. Streaks of some glowing pale pink and green run diagonally along the distant walls, and stalactites flecked with glittering crystalline mineral deposits further throw the phosphorescence around, like granite disco balls. 
You are atop a broad ledge looking down over several terraced levels down into a central basin, and water runs through irrigation sluices down into a pool below. You hear the trickling of water in your ears. Mushrooms grow up everywhere here, all a million different varieties, sizes, patterns, like a riot of well-cared-for wildflowers. And footpaths run through the mushrooms, allowing movement without damaging the growing fungus. Subterranean creepers hang from the ceiling and strange blue flowers pulse and glow all around you, opening and closing their blooms as you move nearby. Psst, Kraloff. Yeah? Are these the ones we eat? <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know, but I'm going to grab a few anyway. No, don't touch it. Oh, oh, I sorry. think these might be their babies. Oh, shoot. I just wanted to make sure that we weren't eating the ones. Oh, 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 okay. Are there any here that you recognize that we eat? I'm going to keep my eyes open. Red B's face turns up to you in this glow of subterranean light, and she's like, Dad, this is amazing. I've never seen anything like it before. Me neither. It's so cool. Wow. Jinx. (laughs) Dorn and Jack just turn to each other. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Wow. The smartest and the dumbest at the same time. (laughs) Listen, sometimes beauty just strikes to the heart of something, and all you can say is wow. There That's you right. go. Oh, That's but they're right. they're saying wow at different things. I think that yeah. uh, Jack <laughs> saying wow at like the majesty of the cavern and Doran's looking at a rock that he sees. Doran's on his phone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm super curious, Doran. Just before we move on into what happens next, like you are the only person in this group among all of the PCs and NPCs that we're hanging out with who's actually had a wedding before. So what is rushing through your mind right now? How are you feeling? Doran is not even thinking about his own wedding. He's really he's too selfless. He's, <laughs> it, it, it not at this point, anyways. I mean, perhaps maybe when he's got a moment in the quietness of sure the ceremony, he might think about Kremlot, his ex goblin wife, mm-hmm. and the ceremony that they had, which was. Barbaric in comparison. <laughs> you must have loved it. Sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. It was like a Vegas wedding, a Neverwinter wedding. It was a goblin equivalent of a Vegas wedding. It was like a bunch of goblins. You know, they'd, they'd bring out like a cow halfway through and they would just be biting out of the living creature. <laughs> you know, it's like, like very, very vulgar <sighs> in comparison, you know? Wow. Definitely a different feel to me. Yeah, yeah. So, but actually what's going through Doran's mind when he said wow was more like, I've never seen so many beautiful luminescent mushrooms and fungi and hanging plants in one place. I mean, I grew up, and, and this is the point where I think Doran would then turn to Jack, who is obviously struck by something at the same time. Uh-huh. He says, it's just beautiful in here. I mean... I grew up in caves, and I'm I'm used to the dark dampness, and I think that in itself is beautiful. But look at these glowing, glowing like, plants. I mean, it's like nothing else in the world. This grove, Doran, it is unique and special. And look at the gems up there, and that. And Doran starts to pick out little pieces where you know the luminescent flowers and fungi are creating enough light to bounce off the gems and the gold and the silver and the ore that are kind of embedded in the walls of this cavern. There are riches in here. Loot. (laughs) Riches that can't compare to the gems and the gold and the 
in the walls. You're right, Dorian. There are there are riches here. Just can you imagine having the faith and the kind of love where sight unseen you you could walk down here and be ready to commit to someone whose voice you've only ever heard in your head to to be that certain that that was the path you wanted to be on for the rest of your life. And that's when it hits Doran. Because Doran then looks at Rob and fuck. Because (laughs) Doran then looks at because Doran then looks at Jack. Sorry, Jack. Says, can you sit back a second? I'm talking to Rob. I'm sorry. You know, I'll, I'll get. I'll get him. He's over there. I feel really close to you. Rob's just staying in the corner. I guess. <laughs> Rob's here too. Eating a fucking corn dog. Because this is awesome. Have you guys been to the Forgotten Realms? It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing his salmon. I can't wait sweater. to tell Why my he knows about so this. much about D and D's because <laughs> he's there. Can we make this canon? Canonically, <laughs> Rob, Rob is, is just there. <laughs> And this is the point where Doran starts to think about his own wedding. And he turns to Jack and he says, I told you about my uh, my marriage to the goblin woman, didn't I? What? And you are gathered Shh, shut here up. before it's starting. Us Everyone quiet. To... Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts right then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop talking. Shh. Because I... Guys, shh. Oh, guys, oh, shut oh. up. I think it's starting. <laughs> So you descend into the central basin of this vast cavern. The cave floor of the basin is soft and springy, composed of layer upon rich layer of dark earth moistened with spring water from the pool. And the water carries motes of something that fluoresces apple green within it and kind of just like reverberates with the current of water. The mushroom folk gather all around you. There's maybe 30 of them here now. And Green Whistle's guests intermingle here and there between the Myconid. Everyone's got this happy, jubilant, just in awe of this place, expression on their face. The largest Myconid, this seven-foot giant, the luminous pink creature that greeted you in the stalagmite forest, addresses everyone telepathically, its voice surprising considering its mass. Welcome, outsiders, <laughs> to the grove. Like Dora just burst out laughing. <laughs> oh, Kraloth! And I like pull Kraloth aside, and we run outside and bring in the Torque Mead and bring it into like the wedding procession and put it around the two of them. Oh. Right. Yeah. Oh, oops, sorry. Just so you can get married under this. Hi, you beautiful. <laughs> We're making it happen. Hey. <laughs> it has been a very long time since we hosted meat folk in our midst. And never for an occasion such as this. Little Morella has decided to offer meld with the creature known as Green Whistle, and the colony approves of her choice. Morella. Green Whistle, by undertaking this meld, you vow to honor the ways of the Myconid, ways that may be strange to you at first. Myconid, honor the rocks and plants which sustain us and deliver our bodies to the water when we die. We commune with each other, for the colony is our life. We never willfully cause pain, even if we are in danger. These ways must become your ways, do you understand? And he nods. Morella has novel ideas surrounding partnership for the Myconid do not fall in love or make a pair above the community. However, 
We are happy for your melding and accept you here into the grove. May your union be a happy one. Yay! (laughs) Congratulations, guys! And then all of the Myconid sporulate simultaneously shooting up this, like, different colored clouds of spores into the air. (laughs) And they kind of, like, judder up and down. (laughs) So Green Whistle and Morella standing underneath this torque mead with wooden crowns adorning their head turn to each other. And Green Whistle says... Hearing your song in my head changed me forever. I'm yours, Morella. And then they embrace. And he says, My conid may not usually perform marriages, but the folk I have brought with me to celebrate our union have plenty of experience with this concept. It's one of the most wonderful things we can do in our whole lives up on the surface. So thank you. To all my friends who have joined me here in this incredible place. Now let's show these people how to party. Yeah, <laughs> baby! All right. Again. And Woo. I nudge Doran and I give him a little flask of some of the pixie wine that I asked them to like make in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> let's get silly, buddy. Team Awesome Boys! Who'd you give that to? <laughs> you! <laughs> me? Oh, I thought, you were, I thought you were saying the groom. Team Awesome Boys! Oh. <laughs> Green Whistle's satyr friends strike up some festive music and the fairies take off laughing into the upper recesses of the cave, enchanting the cobwebs there into spangled strings of starlight and filling the air with a warm, muted glow. Oh, nice. And the party starts. The Myconid seem like a little bit out of place uh, at first, but they get to mingling with you guys and you're all able to talk telepathically with each other. There's music aplenty. (laughs) Steven comes walking out of a bushel of mushrooms. (laughs) Come on, Steven! Show these myconids how it's done! Ah! Immediately starts to eat one of them. Oh no. Just eating. Steven's smart. They're melding a little bit themselves. And he's watering them too. Good job, Steven! Oh no. (laughs) I feel like Jack would probably use this word that I posted in there. I was looking for Uh-oh. a good way to make a, a bad joke. A saprophyte. So if you could use that word somewhere. A good way to make a bad joke. That's the Doran yes. story. Mm-hmm. If you could figure out somewhere to use that in the sentence, then I could have a nice, funny quip <laughs> of some sort. <laughs> Get them set up. Well, uh, yeah. Doran kind of turns to Jack after drinking the pixie wine, and he says... This stuff, sir, makes me feel silly. I don't really, I, I don't really know how to. I want to dance. Would you, would you dance with me, Jack? Uh, sure. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's dance over by those mushrooms for a minute. I'm just trying to. Have you ever wondered whether there, some of them are are saprophytes? They eat dead things. Saprophytes. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Green Whistle, are you gonna? Ha, are you gonna saprofuck tonight? <laughs> so bad, so bad. I was looking for a something. <laughs> that was your setup you needed. <laughs> Maybe I'll use it later. Don't don't put that in there. That was a practice we'll run. That was a practice it. run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I like Jack and Doran doing a jig together, though. That's very good. That's nice. profound. Well, I think that Kraloth walks over to the two of them. He's, he's kind of feeling out of place here. That you know, he's been to a lot of funerals, but not so much the opposite. Oh, so yeah. he's he's just kind of like looking around, like this is pretty cool, and just kind of standing awkwardly next to the dad's floor. Kraloth, you take a casual step forward, and then you hear, mm-hmm. "Excuse me." Uh, and you look down uh, to see a soft-looking sphere that twists its head up at you to reveal two beady black eyes that blink at you. Please, Please watch where you're going. Oh, I, I, I'm 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 so sorry. Are, are you? I, I'm Kraloth. I, I'm I'm uh, here for the wedding. Obviously, what's your name? I'm Smungus. Smungus. I'm also here. I mean, I live here, but I'm here for the wedding too. Oh well. Are you related to Morella somehow? Well, we're all kind of part of the same meld, but uh, I don't. Uh. I'm happy for her, you know. It's kind of weird, but I'm I'm into it. I don't like all this extra light in the cavern, but I, I heard there's some good leaf rot gonna come out later for us to ingest. <laughs> uh, so, well, it sounds uh, like very interesting cuisine. Say, actually, speaking of cuisine, I do actually have a question for you, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah. Me asking Sprungus, and mm-hmm. I know maybe it's and Kralov gets down on one knee. And he like stretches his weird body up to you to kind of form like a oh. strange soft cornered yeah, pyramid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, I have a confession to make. Um, I, I've, uh, I don't know how to say this, but I've, I've eaten <laughs> mushrooms. Is this, I, I just need to know. I'm sorry if I'm, tell me if I'm stepping out of line here, but, um, Mushrooms to meat folk, as you call us, are, are, are delicacy. Now, I'm not saying I want to eat anybody here, but I am. Cute. Smungus kind of farts out like a couple of orange spores. And he's like, <laughs> did, I, did any of those mushrooms ever talk to you? No, no, they never did. But I, I didn't really give them a chance. Well, and I think you're probably good. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah. Good to know. That was bothering me the whole ceremony. Uh, uh, that's uh, th- that's a big help, Sprungus. Thank you. Thank you very Were much. Were any of those uh, mushrooms screaming, stop, please? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Red walks over to Kraloth at the end of this conversation. Oh, hey, buddy. He's like, hey, buddy, how's it going? Oh, hi, little mushroom bud. Hey, hey. Hey, did you tell him that we ate him? Well, I just did. And and thankfully, we, we as long as they don't scream out, we should be good. Hey, cool. That's a good rule of thumb for everything. <laughs> Say, Kraloth, you're doing okay, bud? You seem a little bit out of place. Yeah, I I, I just feel like uh, this isn't a side of reality that I get to see too often. You know, I thought about that, and I was talking to that mushroom over there named Cormac, and you know what's cool about mushrooms? Huh. All of these mushrooms are growing on dead things. Other dead mushrooms. And I thought, you know who would like dead things? Kraloth. So really... Even though it seems real happy and joyful, there's just a lot of death under our feet. It's morose dead, as dead, fuck, dead, just like dead. you. Dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm like pointing at all these dead things. Like, that's dead, and, and that's dead, and that guy over there is probably dead too. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Red. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Red. Yeah. Doran, let's, let's dance over to Morella and Green Whistle for a second. I, I've got something I want to give him. I love that idea. Okay. And like Doran's still like just being silly from this freaking wine. Yeah. I hate silly Doran, but it is what it is. (laughs) You don't have to. I mean, the effects can last as long as you want. Yeah. They're lasting this long. (laughs) I hate that. Does he say that? (laughs) Is he like dancing? He's like, I hate silly Doran. Silly Doran is pretty into (laughs) disco dancing. Yeah. So, I mean, 
Green Whistle and Morella are dancing together to the music. She's got this like kind of sultry swaying mm. thing going on, like oh. shoegazy kind of situation. Shoe-gazy yeah, and when when there's an appropriate break between between songs or something, uh, excuse me, uh, sure. Morella, um, Green Whistle. I I've been carrying this for for a little bit, and I and I think. It, it belongs with you. I, I know, Green Whistle, it sounds like there's going to be some changes and you're going to be a little further underground away away from some of the trees. And Morella, I don't know if you've ever been up by them. But just, I've, I've got this lovely carved leaf inlaid with gold that I picked up at Dawn Glowed, they call it now. Um, and it's it's the symbol of Sylvanus, the the oak father, the, this, the you know, a very nature-grounded symbol and I and I think sort of the roots of the trees and and the the leaves really sort of the two of you couldn't represent that more so I, I maybe I want you to have this and it's this lovely leaf inlaid with gold that we that's gorgeous picked up Beautiful. green whistle accepts it into his hands with reverence oh thank you Jack this is beautiful I can't wow and Morella's like thank you Jack you two are so inspiring. Um, I wish you all the best. Thanks for letting us be a part of this. She nods the cap of her head at you slowly. Anything to say, Doran? No, nothing here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, silly Doran. Doran starts to dance off, doing jazz hands. Oh, and yeah. He starts jiving it up next to this big toadstool. I've got fungus synonyms. You've got. A, I was just wondering if you I had a list of fungi. <laughs> Mushroom, toadstool, mold, mildew, rust, rot, decay, mycelium, saprophyte. Mycelium. And I feel like as you walk over, Red just like sits up from a bunch of mushrooms. He's just like, hey, these things are comfy as all heck, Doran. <laughs> hey, have some more wine with me. And he like takes another shot and lies back down. <laughs> The party rages for a couple of hours. Everyone has a good time. Oren has been playing with the satyrs band the whole time with his <laughs> mandolin. He's got violets all woven into his hair. He's clearly like really feeling this vibe. And you notice that like at certain points during the ceremony and the celebration, like he's he's like crying a little bit. Like this is really important, really meaningful time and he's like a sentimental kind of guy oh ren yeah. are you okay bud and red walks over oh master red yeah i'm all right do you want to talk about it just a little bit emotional oh no, it's just so beautiful you know just being here and a place i've never been before with everyone having such a good time you're having a good time too bud look at all these people dancing you got be over there, you got me over there, you got Kraylanth over there. I'm just so grateful that you you took me with you hey. from Golden Fields and and here we are now experiencing this adventure together. It's it's wild. It's no, hard listen, to believe you've been with us are, since Golden Fields. We're do- we're, uh, go away, darling. Oh, dances in and he out. Dances of away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're the lucky ones. All in we we just happened upon you and and you know, we're so happy you're part of the family. we 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 lucked out. We really did. Well, oh, thank Where you. Where are you coming and from? Everyone's coming out. <laughs> it's a wedding. Everybody's like everybody's like moving around. We really did. Or yeah, you're like waltzing the frame. Jack and Kieran sees the three of you. We we walk over just to be like, what's everyone? I kind of feel like with all these spores happening all around you, which I should yeah. note have to happen every thirty minutes or so, or else you lose the telepathic connection. True. 
you guys have never really been experiencing this level of kind of fumigation of telepathy and the fact that these are all this mm. totally alien species from you and considering their chemistry, it's a little bit hallucinogenic. And you're not like cool. tripping balls or anything, <laughs> but like the colors are sharper <laughs> and brighter and the music just is sort of pervading your brain in a specific way that it's a little psychedelic. And as the night goes on, is it possible that like the things we say out loud and things we say in our head and the things we don't mean to say in our head sort of begins to blur. I love that. And to that effect, when you're speaking with Oren, you hear something in your head that is like a remnant of a resonation of a thought from him, which is just like, I'm so glad I met her. And Red's just like, yeah, 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 me too. She's cool. And he looks towards Morella, the big mushroom, and he's like, yeah. His pupils are a little bit dilated, and he's oh, yeah. he starts just I'm playing right. a little bit softer on the mandolin and takes like a couple of steps back from you and is just like looking up at the ceiling of like phosphorescent stars. Mm. So at some point throughout the ceremony, Green Whistle is like, there, there should be food. Like, where is, what the fuck? Yeah, get the food. And uh, the mushroom people, the myconid folk, they all kind of crowd around the banks of this pond. And you hear kind of like a mulching, like, noom, 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 noom noise. And like the base of their stalks and their feet kind of just, they like shuffle them in amongst the loam of this soil where there's kind of leaf and compost like raked in almost along the banks of this pond mm. and they eat. They're like enjoying a weird meal. And Red um, drunk off his mind is like sitting on the beach next to them, <laughs> taking off his wrappings and he's like, all right, if this is what we're doing, he like walks into the water and he's standing there like, I'm not getting as much food as them, Doran. Maybe it's because we're downstream. <laughs> I think they're hogging it. Watching the Myconids do this, Kraloth turns and looks to Orin, who is also looking at this, and just gauges his reaction. Orin turns to you and he's like, Master Kraloth, um, it's not a party without food. I got you covered. And Kraloth casts Create Food and Water. And Good. one thing that we didn't really talk about, the food is supposed to be bland and just nourishing. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck That's it. bullshit. Okay, all right, good. So Kraloth casts it and he brings about... All sorts of food that fits within sixty-five pounds. Mm. Uh, he's got. Give me some. Give me some favorite wedding. Cakes. You know what you can get a lot of for sixty pounds? Ham. Light fucking pastries. Oh that's yeah, true. yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of like how many beautiful danishes you can make that sixty-five the tower pounds. of croissants. Oh, yes. Yeah. Or those oh, those yes. uh, little macarons with the a the carving fl- station. Yeah. Can you have a carving station with a dude like of a mushroom who's like, why am I here? <laughs> Just like <laughs> carving like, a roast beef. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kraloth, Kraloth does it, and then at the end of the spell, he shapes his hand and he winks at Orin, and he begins spinning this cake out of thin air. Uh, oh. oh, and at the very top, he doesn't have anything to put on top. And he looks around desperately for a, a what is it called at the cake top? Cake topper? That, <laughs> what is it called? The thing that's at, at the, the top, top of a of cake? cake? A tomb tapper. <laughs> called a tomb no! Tapper. Jack runs away from the tomb tapper on the cake. <laughs> and he looks, he, he just, his eyes land on Doran to find something to put on the top of this cake. Uh, should I put something on the top of this? What did you have on the top of your cake, Doran, when you got married? Um... Oh, but t- 
teeth. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not. Not the Jack, same. Do you have any better suggestions? Uh, Here, I got this, and I take out a jade flower from the bag of holding. Oh, I was about to say. Yeah, I was about to say something very similar. Well, I have a jade flower that we picked up. I don't know where, but and I go and I put it on the top of the cake and I stick it right in. Green with or 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 you can always cut in <laughs> alternate. Where is it? Alter- alternate alternate twist. I'll do entire twist cut. ending to the cake <laughs> decorating fiasco. <laughs> Director's cut. Yeah. Or this saffron <laughs> dead chicken. <laughs> and Doran pulls out the adamantine crest. Of no, the four of us. That's that would be our wedding okay, or our, our or the <laughs> yeah, broken wooden good. necklace order. Uh, so I got a third. I got a third okay. pitch right, for good. you. Jack snaps his fingers, and a picture of Morella and Green Whistle dancing happens on top. Oh, of the yeah, yeah, and yeah, from yeah. their well, footsteps falling down the sides of it are these lovely growing branches. And nope, jade flower, <laughs> jade flower. <I> love it. <laughs> Fine, I, I love it. Perfect. I, love it. I could do that too. And it's I like snap a it and Jack shittier version. Yeah, Kraloff, <laughs> Kraloff, bend over. Thanks, Jack, profusely, and uh, whistles to get the satyrs' attention. As I imagine mm-hmm. the satyrs are all watching, and yeah, then, they love getting whistled at. Yeah, and they like they <laughs> gather green whistle. They like get him, and they 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 yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So everyone shows up at the cake table. What did you have on the top of your cake, Doran? I already told you, Red. No, you didn't, and you know what? You promised me that if I worked with B, and I point to her right next to me as if she didn't know that I was about to abandon her like a week ago. <laughs> you promised me that you would tell me this story. Now, I want to know what happened. And Green Whistle looks at you, Doran. What, what do you mean? Well, our friend Doran here was married to a goblin. Doran! What? This is a tale I surely must know as uh. as a man who is now in a kind of an interspecies situation. I think uh. maybe it, for my wedding present. It's true. Tell me this love story. Okay. All right. Okay. So Doran stands up and he... People gather around. Tinks his mm-hmm. glass. Oh, no. As a toast? Oh, boy. Toast, All right. Toast oh, no. Form. This is no so, good. This is going to be fucked this up. This might have been a bad idea. <laughs> oh, we're wedding toast moment now. This is When I cut off her head. Somebody let drunk Uncle Doran get up and talk. And then I killed all her family. I'd like to make this toast out to the lovely uh, uh, groom. Green whistle. And um, um, Morella. Morella. Decay. <laughs> uh, just kidding. The bride. The, the bride and the groom. Uh, it's ah. a, a bad mushroom joke. <laughs> you are the embarrassing uncle. Um, oh no! I used minor illusion to cast uh, a round of laughter for that Thank joke. You. Ah. Uh, That's um, all you laughing though. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. All my voice layered. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> if I if I could simply give you some some words of advice and some words of wisdom here on your on your day of, it's that, um. Interspecies marriages can work very well um, as long as you love and respect each other, and and always remember. Um, and that's what he he looks around at his companions and he says, "Just don't eat her family." Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. And as Doran walks down <laughs> off the stone and like walks away, you see his bum burning bright. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. That's perfect. That's that's where we're going to cut away from the scene. Cute. So after the ceremony, but before the return of the wedding party, so things are really winding down, you notice that all the 
the pixies are gone. They excuse themselves and leave, and then they return. Uh, Altogether, they're carrying this sunshade, woven reeds, spruce branches, uh, magically enchanted together. And they explain to Morella and Green Whistle the purpose of this sunshade. That this will help you traverse the upper realm for a time uh, in its shade. As Morella is not able to be on the surface for long, this will protect her and keep you safe. And the couple are very happy. They explain their plans to excavate further the caved-in Echo Cave and make it their shared home together. This like place between worlds where they can both exist happily, sort of half in, half out of each other's realm. And then the party's over. Everyone kind of is done and say their goodbyes. Folks embrace and then leave and quiet resumes back in this this cavern. Doran's shaking hands with all the guests as they leave <laughs> and hugging and just acting jovial in general yeah. like Doran is. I think we're all we're all kind of saying goodbye to different people. Oh, very nice meeting you, Sprungus. Goodbye, Thanks for being goodbye. <laughs> Loved all your little mushroom yeah. friends there. And it's weird. Like when you leave the cavern, <sighs> it's kind of twilight out already. You spent the whole day underground. It's really disorienting. Maybe you're all kind of just waking up from this. It's like going to a movie theater midday. And then yeah, like, yeah, zoom. exactly. You mm. come out. In the middle and of the night. It's really hard to kind of get a grasp on reality. This feels like a totally different world. Wow. Kraloth, do you think I'll ever get married? Mm, Well, do do you want to get married, Fred? (laughs) If I do get married, will you be my best man? Oh. Oh. uh, uh, I I, I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, uh, I I would be honored. Uh, Yes, uh, most definitely. Of course, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be your best man. We, we, we gotta, we gotta find you someone. Let's find Red Love. He's next. Darren, would you be my best man too? Uh, I, I would be happy to be your best man too. Jack, could you start Liamin's tiny tent, please? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> you got it, Red. Everyone settles down. It's been a long day. It's almost like deja vu for you, Red, when you wake up in the middle of the night and Orin is missing from his bedroll. (gasps) (coughs) And I'm going to spend a minute and do primeval awareness to see if I can see anybody around. I mean, you detect your companion sleeping with you peacefully within the hut, but you also detect... That there are two humanoids about 300 meters from you to the south. Despite the jovial nature of the evening, Red still has suspicions in his deepest, darkest to worry about what other evils might have seeped into the party. And I think one of Red's traits is his ability to to still have that hunter mindset mm, even in the most jovial out times. Of it. Yeah, he's very good at snapping between mm-hmm. two personalities. I love that. And he sits right up and silently he's going to cast Pass Without Trace and he's going to head in the direction of what he imagines is Orin. Okay. Roll stealth for me. 24. You move silent as a shadow through these woods, through the glade in Shadowtop Cathedral that you've come to know so well over the few days you've been living here. And you hide within the boughs of a shrub. 
as you observe Orin in a shaft of moonlight. He's sitting on a little mossy boulder, talking animatedly. You are reminded of the time you caught him speaking with an invisible entity. He, you can't hear him from the distance that you are from him, but he seems to be very passionate. He's speaking with great emphasis on his words and he's gesticulating. And for a moment, you worry. Until you see her. B, your daughter, is sitting a little bit lower down than Orin. She's partly obscured by some foliage, but she's sitting on a fallen log. And she responds to him equally fervently. And they're talking together in the moonlight here by themselves in the middle of the night in Shadowtop Cathedral. And then you notice that the couple is attended by some fairies that are flitting around in this overhead canopy, casting a dim golden light, like flickering candles. And as you watch, B stands up and gestures back towards camp and takes two quick steps towards Orin, grasps him by both shoulders and kisses him on the mouth. <gasps> and Red makes that sound. And then immediately like clasps his mouth. <gasps> <laughs> and hopes that no one sees. Did they like turn in my no, direction? No, no one notices. And Red, like, just like that Homer Simpson meme, just like walks backwards <laughs> and, <laughs> and continues to walk backwards. Great and, conti- and Red is just yeah. like, I, I, I don't know how to how to approach this. I, I need to go to the person who knows the most about love. Smash cut to Red's hand rolling a figure back and forth until the figure rolls over, and Red's like. I think Orin and B just kissed. And Elmort Bottle River rolls over. <laughs> and I love the idea of him being like, I don't know who either of those people are, <laughs> but I'm happy to be. <laughs> Orin and B, ah, we'll talk in the morning. We'll talk in the morning. Go to bed. And he like heads back to camp and goes to bed. <laughs> Love is truly in the air. Thank you once again to those who make all of this possible. Every single patron supporter is why this show exists. A special thank you, of course, to Christopher Ryan Evans, Mitchell Cardwell, Colin Burkhart, Doug Churchman, and Merlin. See you in the new year! Do you hear any weenie claps, Harlan? Mm. No weenie claps. Everyone's a, no one's a weenie. Nice. Unless you want to be a weenie, in which case, weenie up, baby. Weenie up. Oh, I did a weenie clap, but it sounded like a hand clap to you guys because it was that. Tat, 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 I can make your hands clap. I can make a windmill. I can make a pants clap. Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Episodes. Is this not episode 69? <laughs> are, we, are we there? We skipped it. Nice goes blue. <laughs> you guys.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.